What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the RB Podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well. We have a lot to talk about this week. We were actually debating on whether or not to even do an episode today. I guess we'll talk about that first. The past few days, I feel like a lot of our content is um, very, we're very like funny and like, just, like lighthearted. Just, you know, we always keep it like jokes and memes and stuff. Yeah. The cool thing about the podcast is that I feel like it's something that we can get like sometimes a little bit more serious with and we can just, we don't have to worry about there's no being nonstop yeah funny at all times yeah we can just chill and just have a conversation and just talk about whatever we want somebody brought up the question a week ago on discord which i thought was like kind of good timing yeah it kind of played into this entire week a little bit yeah Uh, they said have you ever suffered from mental health issues and if so how did you deal with them slash what advice do you have for people in similar situations we both struggle with it a little bit i think i struggle with it a little bit more than you do at least this mental health issue I've been struggling with really, really bad imposter syndrome for honestly forever. not even just I was gonna say not even the past few days, just ever, ever. I think like whenever I graduated high school, that's when it first kind of started, I guess. And let me just explain imposter syndrome. There's like there's so many different versions of it and variations of it. And like I said, it's not even it's not like depression or anything. I'm not like I'm not sad, obviously. I'm not like, I don't, I'm not like mopey and just depressed and sad and stuff. Not know, wanting I, to do anything. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of times people, they relate, like when you hear the word like mental health issue, it's like, oh, sad. Yeah. You know, and I, it's not like, a good and it thing. doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that you can't be sad from imposter syndrome. Yeah. Right. But it just doesn't mean that you always are. Yeah. It's kind of like, at least for me personally, it's more frustrating. I know people will Google it anyways, but I, I feel like, when you Google, like, what is imposter syndrome, the front card that Google says is like, oh, it's people who feel like a fraud and feel like they're going to get exposed for something. I'm just like, no, that's not it. Like, that, I mean, maybe for some people, but, you know, it's not like anything close to what like what I'm feeling. But I, my version of it is more of along the lines of. I can't it's really, really hard for me to feel like worthy and accomplished of something. No matter what the goal is or what gets done. Yeah. To the point of where it makes me addicted to work. It makes you not able to enjoy things that should be enjoyable. Playing video games, for example. Like, it's really, really hard for me to sit down by myself and just play a video game. Like, it's, it sounds weird, but like that, like... That um that switch and like that desire and want and need to like just sit down and like uh, I don't want to be like I don't know how to I don't know how to like word it but I I I just don't I don't know how to relax if that's if that puts it in a good way like that like that feeling of just wanting to just not do shit that feeling of just relaxing and stuff like it's really really hard for me to feel that way the number one thing that makes me like happy and fulfilled and feel good is working because I feel like I'm accomplishing something and I feel like, I feel like my time is being valued well and it's, it feels good that, that feeling of like getting shit done. Like I'm addicted to that feeling. Like I I love it. And like it for the past four years, ever since, you know, just ever since I graduated high school, it's just, it's the way I felt about things. Like I was saying on Twitter, you know, it's gotten pretty bad and like to the point where, like I won't, 
I've like avoided friendships and relationships even. And, you know, like I avoid talking to people sometimes because I'm so, I feel so not like unworthy or anything. I, I don't I feel so you feel like unapprovable. Like if I don't you, know. It feels as if you can't do things that are enjoyable because if you're not at the level of accomplishments in work life, mm-hmm. it's not feels like I'm not, like not I want to use the only word to use is worthy almost. Yeah, like you don't I guess you don't so, feel fine. it doesn't feel worthy to be able to do things like I it's like that's I don't not working. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like because I'm not where I want to be in my life success wise and I don't feel accomplished. I don't feel like I I'm where I want to be. I don't feel like like this is it. I finally did it. I feel good about the work that I've done and like the accomplishments that I have. And so because I never feel good about that, I feel like I'm never I'm never at like my full potential. Like there's all I'm always just like What's right. next? Boom, so let's like, go, let's go, let's go. What's hit, next? You hit him 100K subs? Okay, what's next? Boom, next. Hit, not, hit not, a million? Okay, what's next? 5 million? What's next? 10 million? What's yeah. next? And it's not even just necessarily a sub count thing. Yeah, I know, but, but I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, Because that's a good it's, example. you know, really heavily work-related that we do. Yeah, and so because I never feel like I've hit, like, the, the potential that I want to hit, and I don't feel, like, fully accomplished within myself and, like, my own achievements, I feel like... I don't deserve the luxury and I don't deserve like the ability to enjoy those aspects of life because I haven't worked hard enough yet. It sucks. And I know it's not true. I know, I know it's not true at all because like logically in my head, I just know it doesn't exist, but it's the way I feel. I feel like I don't deserve it. It's something that I just, I've always dealt with. And it's not like, like I said, I don't want people to think I'm depressed or anything. I'm not like sad. You know, I'm not like a sad, I'm not sad, (laughs) but it it just sucks. It's just something I deal with. And it's really, really hard for me. You know, we talk all the time on like, we're just working and working and working and working. And it's true because that's what makes me feel so good. Yeah. Also, another thing as well is me and you tend to get really desensitized to numbers and accomplishments really fast. Like if you told me and you a year ago that we would have 180,000 subscribers and we were getting 150 consistent viewers on every one of our twitch streams we would be like holy fuck that's awesome we did it we did it how and then now we're at that point and we're sitting here thinking to ourselves i don't okay to play video games. i don't deserve it's not enough what's next how can we go to more than that i think you're right like i didn't even want to walk the stage in my graduation of high school for multiple reasons, but one of the reasons was this, because I just felt like, I just felt like, I don't know, I guess like school was just really easy for me growing yeah. up and stuff. And so I'm just like, oh, well, school wasn't hard at all. Like, that's not an accomplishment. Like I went to school for the past 12 years. Psh, everybody does everybody that. Everybody does that. That's like, this is nothing. Why, why walk the stage? I'd rather than just mail me my diploma. Like... I, I don't like I didn't feel a, an ounce of accomplishment from graduating high school. Yeah. Like I just, me I just either. I just didn't. If, if I'm being honest, like I didn't even want like want to walk the stage because I just I just like didn't it just wasn't like an accomplishment to me. It, even though like I know it is, you know? And so it's it's like that that feeling. The past like week or so, or even like the past month, 
it's just gotten like really bad, like really bad. And like, I went to go sit down and play Valorant yesterday and I just couldn't do it. Like it just gives me anxiety. Like I just, my chest gets heavy and my mind starts racing and I just like sit and just stare at my computer screen because I just, I just can't, I just couldn't do it. And like, I, it just, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know why. Like I, I know in my head it's illogical and you'll be the first, you and mom are the first people to say that I'm just like, everything's about logic and shit to me. Whenever we, (laughs) whenever we're like debating or like discussing anything, like I'm just very logistical and I just always like stick to the facts, you know, like that type of stuff. And so like, it's so weird for like in my head, I know it's not. I know that's illogical. That's the thing about mental health that I was telling you yesterday is that sometimes it just, you know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's something that it's like, it's like on a person to person basis and everybody deals with it differently. And there's the solutions to it is different for everybody. And that's another thing too, is like, I don't even know, like I just, and I, I don't ever talk to anybody about it ever. Like yeah. it took me four years just to sit down and like talk to you about it in a serious way four fucking years and you're my twin brother four years blake you know yeah like i know you've known about it you always have because i always tell you all the time like i just can't sit and enjoy video games you know i've always like mentioned it lightly but i've never like had a serious conversation with anybody about it ever up until recently which is why i said i'm, I'm so so glad you did because yeah. i've like it took I've, me- I've always been able to be more open about it and like talk out loud to you and you know people about things and mm. my, the things like you know that i deal with and so whenever I, you did that i was thinking to myself wow I'm, I'm so happy because i know how much it helps me that's why i think it'll help you a lot too yeah yeah if it, like it feels good for sure and so like yesterday i sent like a, a big tweet and it took me and i don't know i don't know why i don't like see here, this is where i go again where i just feel like i feel like a bitch for talking about it and i know it's not true but I just feel, I just feel like a, I don't know, man. I just feel like a bitch for just talking, expressing myself and, in that way, and just like crying. Like, I just, I just, I don't know why. I just do. I didn't want to send that like big tweet thread yesterday, but part of the reason why I did it is because I feel, I feel like it was like a step into like me being more comfortable in talking about shit like that. Yeah. You know, because like if I have trouble talking to you about it, then being open about it like on that that level of you know like on twitter it's on fucking social media then i feel like that makes me like more comfortable if that makes sense you know what i mean yeah it took me like eight hours to send on send tweet on that alone like i was my thumb was like fucking (laughs) shaking just i don't know man i just try to like just keep it to myself i always have and i guess it just feels good to just talk about it for once because I miss, I miss just like craving, just wanting to sit and play a game. Like, you know, I miss like wanting to just get everything done so I can just sit and just play video that games. Feel, like that same feeling we would have coming home from school mm-hmm. and wanting to play whatever new game was out at the time. And I also feel like talking about it now, like on the podcast and just telling everybody, you know, I feel like that also helps a little bit. Like I, I was talking to, you know, everybody like a lot of people have reached out and I'm super appreciative of that. Uh, that means a lot. Like actually anybody who reached out and just like talked to me through it yesterday, that, that seriously means a lot. And a lot of people were telling me, Oh, just take a break. Just like, t- just take a break, take a break. 
Oh, you, you, you need a you need a break. And I'm like, I love you. Thank you so much. But I can't take a break. That's the issue. That's the problem. Is that like when I take a break, that makes me it like it makes my chest heavy because work is when I say work, I mean like content creating and stuff. Yeah. That is one of the things that like makes me happy the most. So I need to, I need to like not take a break. I feel, but at the same time, I need to, in my, like in the downtime and free time that I do have, I need to learn ways on how to like force myself to be, to enjoy life more outside of it. If that makes sense. Uh, like, I think maybe a break is needed potentially, but that, that like is just so hard for me to con- can like conceptualize and also I don't at the same time I don't think it's necessarily needed because it's what makes me happy and like I feel like kind of easing I just feel like I feel like finding that balance is more important to me and better than just taking a break and then coming back and it just happening and like going back to like the way it was I you agree. know you're looking for I'm a, looking a for, solution with both involved, right. not with just getting rid of working completely. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, this all like just happened yesterday. I've been dealing with it forever, but I just, you know, started talking about it yesterday. So I don't, I don't know. Like somebody, a lot of people have recommended like exercising because you still have that feeling of like accomplishment, like you're getting something done, you know, but it's not related to work and it's healthy and it feels good. And so, you know, I've, I've been enjoying that a lot recently I'm just figuring it out. And like the things that I do find enjoyment in, I need to like really let myself indulge in that and like get into it more. You know, I need I need to like allow myself, like if I find enjoyment in like a certain game or like certain aspect of life anything. Or, or anything, I need to like allow myself to enjoy that. And I, I that's just something that I I just need to work on and I'm getting better with. Again, before we move on, I just, I don't, I, the last thing I want people to do is one, worry about me and two, I don't, I don't, I don't want people to think I'm like depressed because <laughs> like, I'm not sad. Like if it, it's just, it's frustrating. It's not like it does. It does make me like upset and a little sad when I can't sit down and enjoy a video game, but I'm not like depressed. I don't want people to think that. So yeah, I hope that just, I don't know. I, I hope that gives I was probably stuttering a lot, and it, I didn't know if I worded this all correctly. Like I said, I, I'm not good at like talking about my own feelings and stuff like that. So I hope that made sense. I also really, really value like transparency, and I will always be like fully transparent and honest with our viewers and at any of our followers or listeners. That's where that's where I'm at right now. And also, personally, something I go through myself is anxiety a lot. I know people throw that word around really loosely nowadays and I, I i do think that there's way more people that have it now especially in our generation that didn't have it in past generations mine also comes with a form of slight ocd and a lot of people when you when they hear the word ocd they think that like it, matching skittles and shit that they like <laughs> to put colors in order and like things to be neat and that's that's really not what it is at all and i've dealt with it my entire life and for people who do know like what ocd actually is i don't want them to think that i have 
a really bad version of it because I don't. And there's so many different forms of it as well. And on top of having anxiety, having small forms of OCD definitely doesn't help it. It's crazy to think about while, you know, growing up, because I would always think that everybody kind of did that and had that when, you know, I find out it's not at all. And it's, it comes and goes. It's not something that is always there. You know, I have better days with it and worse days with it. I've heard other people talk about it as well and how they go through it. Like you, you don't really get to control it. You just have to live with it. The ways that I've learned to make it better and deal with it is you have to be accepting of it instead of trying to get rid of it. I have to realize that I'm going to have this feeling and I have to be ready for it. And then whenever it does come, be accepting of it and don't try to shut it out because by shutting it out, it just makes it worse. Over the years, the more accepting that I've become of it, I would say the better it's gotten. I don't know, I feel like I'm doing a, a bad job at explaining this. And maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Maybe there's people listening to this right now who know what I'm trying to say. It also comes with a lot of overthinking. A lot of overthinking. Even down to the, the super, super small things, like what message I send. I'll rethink what message I'm sending five times over. A lot of anxiety or OCD is planning for the future even for things that are improbable and more than likely won't happen, you you trick yourself into doing it anyways because it's if it does happen, I'll be prepared for it. And then when things do happen and you are prepared for it, it's like a, uh, oh, look, I was right. And that, so now let me do that for everything else that exists. And it reassures it. And it reassures which it. Which makes you double down on it in the future as well. It, even like a text, something as simple as, saying the word okay i'll i'll think like, about like how to spell okay <laughs> o and k o-k-a-y yeah i know what you mean so that's kind of that's kind of where we're at right now the both of us i don't want people to think that it's like a huge defining moment and everything changes after this yeah this is like a huge deal but and we don't talk about it a lot in our content or like with our viewers or our community much and so I just feel like it's kind of like a nice, nice checkpoint, you know, on like, hey, this is, this is where we're at emotionally. <laughs> so like I said in the beginning, we, we really value transparency and just being 100% honest with you guys at all times. And yeah, I just, I feel like it's, I feel like it feels really good for us to sit down and do this, even if it's our like most least listened to episode ever. <laughs> it just feels good. I don't know. I hope I hope like what we said makes sense. I'm sure we're both gonna listen back to it, and be and just fucking over like just be like fuck. We should have said this. Should have said said that. So thank you guys for one just being the best and just being cool and letting us do stuff like this. It means a lot to, to the both of us, for sure. And I know this is a weird segue because we just had like a deep ass heavy conversation, and I it, maybe it won't be too weird because it is a little bit related. But I saw a video this morning where Elon Musk or like his, I don't even know, everybody just like, I feel like any big tech re revelation is just always Elon Musk related somehow. But there's like this chip that people can put, or it's, it's not like fully developed yet or anything, 
but they're they're testing it on pigs and stuff and i saw the video where there's a video of it yeah so they, they put like a chip in a pig's brain and they can like detect like the the pig's brain activity and like what it feels and like certain things like that whenever it comes in contact and interacts with certain things so they put they had the chip in the pig's brain and then whenever you would give it food like the the chart would just and like go crazy and they, and they could see like what the pig was feeling and stuff and you know they they just do a bunch of different tests and like I just saw it and I was like holy shit this is incredible so like, this is insane what was what's their like plan are they going to start putting chips in newborn babies or well, is it something you opt into I I don't know the logistics behind all of that but their goal is to be able to like cure insane things with it like cure spinal issues like cure like spinal issues imposter syndrome anxiety and ocd no no yeah actually which is why i said this is kind of like relates to it a little bit because they said they they can cure things like down syndrome autism anxiety depression imposter syndrome they didn't say imposter syndrome but maybe (laughs) you know um they even said just cure happiness which sounds a little taboo because it's like how do you define happiness Right. You know, like, and how also, can you just, like, make somebody happy if everybody's version of happiness is different? Uh, yeah, and also being sad is, I think it's part of being human. I think being sad sometimes is good. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I, and I'm sure, like, the people making it are smart enough to where yeah, they're, they're not, not going to be like, hello, hello, I am, hello, I'm, no-. you know that one Spongebob episode where he's like, hi, I'm normal. Yeah, and, and it's just everybody's walking around like robots. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the people making it are really smart and are taking things like that into consideration. At least I'd hope so. Or they could just be planning to chip everybody and just take over the fucking world. But also another one of their goals with it is to fight AI because they think that, you know, AI can consume something and learn it in like a second and just, you know, it's it's impossible to match. And so this is a way to get closer to being able to match that. I don't, I, this is all just like what was in the video and what was being explained as Elon was like presenting it and... Um, you know, HG was talking about it and that's what they were saying as well. It makes me wonder where it'll be 10, 15 years from now. Yeah, me too. And if if people are even willing to do it, like, would you put a chip in your brain? I don't know. I mean, and another thing, I would have to think about it more because that's a huge decision. You know, something to entice it a little bit. Um, now I'm trying to get you chipped. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But also they want you to have like the ability to like interact with things like telekinesis mode whoa you're getting a superpower yeah like you're not gonna be able to fucking pick up trees and shit but like i i guess things that it pairs with or like syncs with and whatnot you know like so you, you, you could seen... chip your phone and chip your your brain and control your phone with your brain yeah yeah i'm not saying you're not you're gonna be able to like pick up things like star wars but you can control like certain tech i mean we, we've watched videos on it like, we've seen like those vr videos where people put on a headset and like it's reading their brain waves and then in the game they're like if they focus really hard or like think about something it moves it in the game you know yeah so that it's kind of already exists a little bit but i'd imagine on a bigger scale with something like this on like a life level would be insane like imagine i i imagine like 20 years from now there's a device or something where people can control it with their minds so they they sit at a computer no keyboard no mouse they just look and control it with that 
no controller, no peripherals, nothing. You just link start, like sort out online mode. You know what I mean? Damn. See, the that, whole link that start, sounds cool a the, little the bit. The link start <laughs> sounds cool. Uh, but that's for, you know, something you can take on and off. The chip sounds permanent. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a chipper. I'm, I don't know if I'd put a chip in me, honestly. That sounds... I, the, the, the scary part about it, like, like you just said, there's no... It feels like there's no going back. Yeah. And Which is why I would be really, really sketched out on doing it. Yeah, same. I'd have to be... I feel like the vast majority would have to have them before I was... You know, like yeah. I, it would have to be tested like an insane amount and I'd have to be fully confident in it because also it's like going inside your brain. Like you're going to need, need surgery for that. The surgery alone is dangerous. Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. I just want link start. Yeah. I we, just we want, said it, we kind of brushed Sword over R- that a little bit. I want Sword Art Online for video games. And then after that, I'm happy with where <laughs> AI and virtual reality is at. Same. So for those of you who don't know, there's this anime called Sword Arts Online. And it's one of our favorite animes in the in the anime community. A lot of people love to hate it because they just don't think it's good. Yeah, and you I, know the, the concept is cool. I've I've had that. I, I love that concept before I even knew Sword Art Online existed. So I'm just we love it. Yeah, it's not a chip going into your body. It's you're putting a headset on. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna explain the link start thing. So you just go into your. It's like a VR headset, but there's no controllers or anything. You just lay down in your bed, you put the headset on, and you like go into this world you're not it's not like you're just like looking at a tv screen in the headset like it connects to your brain on like a spinal level well no i don't think there's any injection is there an injection i don't remember if there's any injection or not but i know it, like it like it you're not just like looking at a screen you're like connected yeah, to like you're like in the world now like fully immersed like you're asleep almost in real life because you're in the world now yeah you know it's like that and then you know, the whole plot is like they get trapped in the game and if you die in the game, you also die in real life because the person that made it is like Evil. trying to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. And yeah. Anyways, that's that's what we mean. And like whenever they put the headset on to start it up, they go link start and then they go into the world. I'm down for link start. Yeah, me too. But I don't know about putting I don't know about chip. chips. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about putting my chip into my brain. Anyways, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's podcast. Let us know if you would put a chip in your your body. <laughs> if somebody was willing to, if they would pay you to do it. I feel like that incentivizes it a little bit more. It would have to be a lot, lot of money. money. Yeah. Like, I'm talking life is set money. <laughs> I mean, right now, of course, it's not common. Yeah. To be, like, one of the test subjects on it, like, so much could oh, go Oh, you could not pay me enough to be the test subject yeah. on it. Yeah, same. But, like, assuming that it was all perfect. perfect, right? That's the question we should ask. Assuming the chip is perfect, would you put a chip in your body? And there's no negative side effects, potentially. Let us know. We'll see you guys in the next week's podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, anything like that. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys.